Dear Princess Celestia, Today we learned about gross flaccid unicorn horns, zebra implications, Parasprite palate cleansers, cat-sized hairballs, and some good intentions with real bad resolutions. Saddle up, everypony. It's showtime. Hello, everypony. Welcome to Friendship is Content, a podcast where a new fan and an old brony watch and review every single episode of Friendship is Magic. My name is Echo. And I'm Emily. We watched some episodes. We watched a couple <laughs> of episodes. Uh, this is our fourth episode. We've watched a couple of episodes each time, and this time we only watched two uh bridal gossip and swarm of the century and uh we're starting here's the thing bridal gossip as an episode on its own is i don't think is terrible but the reason why we're hemming and hawing is that this episode's gonna be hard to talk about uh because we're both white Let's put yeah. that up front and center we we may be gay but we are both white so that's kind of where yes. our <laughs> Yeah, there is a lot of um, racist subtext in this episode, or as some might call it, racist text. (laughs) And we aren't qualified to speak on it. We will probably, like, you know, like, uh, link people who we think have uh, well-thought-out threads that actually, you know, like, talk about, you know, this kind of uh, racism more heavily. Uh, I have a couple of comments that I will say later on that I looked up that uh, kind of suck, but otherwise yeah. we're not going to be tackling it because it's not really our, you know, uh, oppression to, uh, I guess, sort of uh, speak on. Yeah, we will do our best. Yeah, we're going to cover the episode more how it's written as just an episode and you know, various animation stuff. We're not really going to cover any of the racist bits because it's not really... Uh, For people who have no idea what we're talking about, uh, I guess you'll learn. Uh, Yeah. A character is introduced to the episode. Here's the thing. I actually, I like this character, uh, but we'll we'll talk more about her later, but we will try to tread carefully. Let's jump into the broad overview of the episode. We will trot carefully through this. Uh, So the broad overview of Bridal Gossip is there is a very strange pony that comes to town that we learn isn't actually a pony. She is a zebra. She lives outside of Ponyville in the Everfree Forest. And after uh, confronting her, I guess, kind of, uh, because Apple Bloom managed to slip away and go, like, investigate, uh, strange things start happening to the ponies. And they blame uh, this new zebra, Zakora. And the episode kind of goes around with silly stuff. And then we realize, no, Zakora is not a bad guy. They misjudged her because of sort of face value xenophobia. Yeah, that's the broad strokes. I think we'll go more yes. into detail soon. Like, yeah, you know. of course. But, well, of well, course. but that's the general strokes is that uh, we have an episode where it's like, oh, gosh, that's someone different than us. Mm-hmm. We're afraid. And it's like, well, don't be afraid just because someone's different from you 
doesn't mean they're yeah. bad. And it's like, here's the thing about bridal gossip is that there are good intentions here. I genuinely think, like, there was no harm. I mean, it's it's a children's show trying to say, like, hey, just because someone's different from you doesn't mean they're bad. It's very clearly a child's morality story about don't be xenophobic written by a white woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, and again, it reads like that. I, I really, there there are no, I don't think there are bad intentions here. Yeah. It is trying its no, absolutely. best, like, and it's just a little muddy. And we'll ex- we'll kind of explain and yeah. get more to that I mean, later, obviously, but... the moral of stories like this are like, you know, don't judge people by their, by who they are. Like, actually get to know them. Don't, yeah, don't be what? Get to know xenophobic them, or racist. Yeah. Don't, yeah, literally, the, <laughs> bridal gossip is just, hey, don't be racist. Because, hey. These boys sure are racist right off the bat. Uh, the episode yeah. literally starts with uh, with Twilight and Spike are, are going through town and they're like, what? What the hey? Where is everybody? Everyone's like hushed whispers and shutting doors. And everyone's inside and and Twilight, uh, a pinky gestures over like, hey, hey, psst, 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 get, in, get in here. And she's in the dark and like, oh my God, there's, have you heard the news? And by, by the way, real quick, I want to take a departure. Uh, the scene has some kind of fun lighting. For a little flash yeah, cartoon. Some... Like, there's some, like, fun shadows and stuff. I was like, huh, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's an interesting play with some lighting and shading in the little, in the dark scene. Yeah. Uh, after they've been hiding in the dark, uh, they explain that, you know, Zakora does some, like, weird stuff. Like, she comes into town and lurks outside shops and digs at the ground. And Twilight's like, that's all, like, normal people stuff. Like, she's yeah. probably just trying to shop and you all, like, shutter your doors in your face. <laughs> yeah, we should emphasize like, that we don't get a good look at her just yet. We All we see is a mysterious hooded figure with, uh, yeah. with glowing eyes and, and stripy legs. And mm-hmm. then she removes her hood and she is like, oh my god, this pony's got stripes. Um, but they do, uh, they do emphasize that she, she is not a pony. Like, zebras are considered completely different from ponies. Like, a zebra is not yes. a pony, they're not, which is interesting to me, especially because, um, looking at the wiki, it turns out that, like, these are the only other, like, characters or creatures in all of, like, equestrian lore to have cutie marks. Mm, so that's kind of neat. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Twilight mentions that she's, like, f- this isn't, like, where she's from, which is why she looks so different, and why, you know, like, zebras aren't native to the area of Ponyville, or probably Equestria in general. Yeah, it, uh, it specifically says they're from, like, some faraway land. Yes. Uh, well, but specifically they say that, uh, Zakora here, which, by the way, Zakora is just completely misspelled in the subtitles the entire time, and I'm like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Netflix has some subtitle issues. Um, but yeah, it, it, apparently she's from the Everfree Forest, which, as we've learned, is is a spooky place, a uh, spooky place full of spooky people. One of the things they mention about the Everfree Forest, and this is very interesting, like <gasps> oh, I, I think I think I know, yeah. The scary parts that they mention about the Everfree Forest are like that animals care for themselves and clouds move on their own rather than yeah! being like. It's like the Everfree Forest is like almost a pocket of like reality in this otherwise like mythological show yeah i uh i uh, i wrote that down too because i thought that was really interesting it's like everyone's all freaked out they're like what the heck the the clouds have to be moved and they they just do it on their own out there i'm like that's really Mm -hmm. cool how it's just this place where nature takes care of itself and i think that's like really interesting like yeah again we're probably overthinking just like a one-off but i'm like that's a fun bit of world no building. i mean it's yeah it's world building i mean all the bits of world building in this are very interesting yeah uh but anyway they're talking about oh my god she's from she's from every forest and then pinky does another micro song 
She she does lots <laughs> yeah. of those. Yeah, season one in micro songs. Yeah, it's another micro song. It's fine. I'm not a fan of any micro songs. I know. There, I know you don't. I mean, this one is specifically she she uh she's singing out how it's an evil enchantress and she'll put you in trances. Uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's clearly meant to say like it's like hey that song wasn't very good. Like she literally says like yeah it's a work in progress. Everyone's like you did a bad yeah. job, Pinky. <laughs> Your song's yeah. bad. And she's like yeah you know. <laughs> Pope it's like they don't want people to sing it because it's about Pinkie Pie being a racist. <laughs> yeah. But after they sort of have all of this, like, ooh, oh no, and Twilight's like, you guys are being silly. Like, Apple Bloom, uh, Applejack's younger sister, sort of wanders off and tries to follow Zakora into the Everfree Forest to see, like, what her deal is because the kids are all right. The kids, you know, nobody's the kids are all born right. racist. Hell yeah. The kids of the future, baby. Uh, by the way, like I wanted to talk that like this is our first kind of real look at Apple Bloom. I think she was really only mentioned like in passing previously. Uh, mm-hmm. Applejack's little sister. Yeah. Um, she's she really starts cute. to uh, come into her own here for sure. Yeah, we we finally get to see what Apple Bloom is like uh, a little bit in this episode. But yeah, she she wanders off to follow Zakora into the Earthy Forest because she's like, I can't imagine her be that bad. Because yeah, like you said, the kids are all right. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the main six follow her and, uh, you know, like call out to her as she's following Zakora. And so she like turns around and Zakora sees them all and they're standing in like this field of blue flowers and Zakora warns them like, beware the blue flowers, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you're insane. Stop cursing us. And they well, take specifically, she says, beware, beware, you pony folk. These leaves of blue are not a joke. And Zakora speaks in rhyme, which I think is very yeah. fun. She does speak in rhyme, which I know, I know. We'll unpack that later. We'll we'll talk about Sakura later. But yeah, <sighs> yeah, I'm she speaks Sakura. Yeah, we we sure do. Here again, this is hard for us to talk about. I like her, but have criticisms about her. Uh, anyway, uh, she's yeah. These leaves of blue are not a joke. Uh, yeah. And they're these cool little funky flowers that they make very clear that it's like, hey, pay attention to the flowers. They're like. They are fully mm-hmm. animated, rustling back and forth while they run around, and they have many sound effects. <laughs> yeah, they make a ton of bizarre squelching sound effects. <laughs> They're um, cool looking. I like how they look. Yeah, I... But they take they take Apple Bloom and leave the Everfree Forest, and then the day passes, and when they wake up, a bunch of bizarre stuff has happened. Like, each of the ponies <laughs> has something, like, strange about themselves. Yeah, that is, like, sick. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The, my my least favorite one is uh, Twilight, and her <laughs> horn is flaccid. Her horn is flaccid. There's no other way to has put like, it. It's floppy. And has like physics throughout the episode where and it, it like, makes flops around sounds. like a flaccid horn. It's, it's not my favorite. It's not my it favorite. Sucks. I don't like it. That's I mean, actually my second least favorite. It's a little funny. Sorry. It's a little funny. It's, it's it's kind of funny. Not the best evocative imagery. Oh, no. Sucks to look at. A little funny. Yeah. Oh, so it has a bunch of little blue spots on it. Uh, so it's yes. just diseased. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's like, remember those blue flowers? It's the same. It's, it's yeah. the blue. It's the blue Speaking spot. of diseased, Pinky's got a diseased tongue. She's got blue spots all over her tongue. And she, she yes. can't talk. She's like, blah, 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 like, just like that. Like, she her tongue's all giant getting yes. in the way. And so yeah. she's... She can't spout her many words. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, Pinky can't talk well this episode, you know. Yeah. And Rainbow Dash's wings are broken. So, like, she, like, can't fly straight. She's flying all over the place. And so it's, like, it's like very clearly, like, each of their, like, 
main sort of like defining features are like broken or sick in this episode. Yeah. Well, also, you said Rainbow Dash's wings are broken. They're not like they're not like broken. They're not like broken. Like, they just like don't work. <laughs> like she didn't. She didn't just wake up and find like her like yeah bones shattered. No, no. That'd be uh, really funny. It's <laughs> so mean. Just like that would be hey, I mean. walked around with some flowers and they broke my bones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know. No, no. They just made her all silly and can't fly straight. Yes. Rainbow Crash, you know. Um. Yeah. Uh, Rarity has really fun shaggy hair that I actually like a lot. She looks like hey. one of those shaggy dogs. Yeah, she looks like a mop. Like one of those dogs that you could put a stick yeah. on. It's like, wow, that's a mop. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. It's fun. Like She's it. like covering her face. It's just like, she. there's no pony under that. It's just like pure, mm-hmm. just like curly, wavy hair. Uh, here's yeah. my favorite one after that. Is that uh, Applejack's real tiny. It's an apple tea. Yeah, she's really small. She, like, sits on Apple Bloom's little butt, and she's, like, real small. Yeah, she's, like, the size of, like, a, a little My Little Pony toy. Like, a little figure, a little brushable mm-hmm. figure. It's like, oh, li-, and her voice is all high-pitched because she's all time. I'm like, hey, that's fun. Little guy. She's a little yeah. guy. Put her in pocket. Yeah. Uh, um, and then my least favorite. I know. <laughs> uh, I actually hate this more than the flaccid horn. Uh, what they affectionately call Flutter Guy, because it's really funny when a girl has a guy's voice. I, I Fluttershy's feel... voice is very deep in baritone, and that's I, the joke. Yeah, and I feel bad because, like, I, you know, when the show is airing, I really like that. I'm like, oh, oh, funny deep voice, because to be fair, the voice actor they got for it has this, like, buttery smooth voice. Like, oh, yeah, it's no, like... it's, it's like a good voice. It's just, Yeah, like... but, uh... They definitely lean yeah. in that's like, hey, she sounds like a guy now. Is that fine? I didn't consider mm-hmm. the transphobic I mean, implications. I, I genuinely didn't I mean, to be fair, it was aspect. like 2011, is, yeah, 2010. So like, yeah, no, I mean, that happens. Uh, this is old media. And so they're a little more. <laughs> um, I God, I hate saying old media about a show that like doesn't feel like. Like, this it's is... a decade old. I know. It's over that... a decade it's scr- old. It screws me up. I hate aging. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, it's the show. It's like my favorite. And they're like, oh, yeah, it came out when I was in high school, you know? <laughs> yeah, that happens. Anyway, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, it's not, I not great. That. I didn't consider that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we learn, we learn and grow, right? It's true. Uh, each of them have their own little uh, fucked up maladies, and uh, Apple Bloom, believing that the curse is her fault, uh, runs into the Everfree Forest, followed by Applejack, uh, in an effort to find Sakura and fix things. Like it's followed by Applejack, like uh, l- loosely, like like Applejack sneaks into yeah, her, like, she, like, her tail, like she's like, I, I got to follow because she's this. so itty bitty. She's so itty bitty. Um, and so once she finds out Applejack is there, she like takes her out of her mate and just like sets her on a branch and is like, yeah, no, I'm in gonna the keep forest. going, you can't do anything. Yeah, like, no, I'm going, I'm the big sister now. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. like sets her above like a pit of like brambles, like unable to move. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. God, she could, hey, Apple Bloom, she could die out there. Like, she's really little. <laughs> She'll be fine. Apple Bloom will come back for her. She's like six. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, the main, the other, the rest of the main six uh, realize that they're both gone and follow, uh, sort of find uh, Applejack in the woods and she ratatouilles uh, Rainbow yeah. Dash. <laughs> Echo and I at the same exact time were like, oh my god, ratatouille. Like Applejack oh just like god, it's ratatouille. makes a little like 
uh, what's what's the word for that like rope that goes into a horse's reins. mouth? Br- bridle? Yeah, reins. Yeah. yeah, like reins on a bridle. Yeah. Yeah, she just just like Ravenloft's like, hey, what are you doing? And she like gives her a little kick and goes, "Yeehaw!" And can control her like, "Oh my god." Yeah, Apple she ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, the other four, um, Rarity, Twilight, Pinky, and, uh, Fluttershy have arrived at, uh, Zakora's cabin and they're like, oh my God, it's so, it's so creepy and weird. Look at all these like native African decorations yeah, and she's which doing, is like, <laughs> which is just straight up mean. It's like, I look at Zakora's hut, which nice. we should talk about is, uh, it's like, it's almost like a, like an alternative version of like Twilight's house. It's built into an old tree. That's all yeah. curvy. And it looks dope as hell. It's got like potions and candles and, and cool, like, like, uh, East African masks hanging from the wall. It's mm-hmm. like, Zakora, I love what you've done with the place. Do not listen to them. This place is dope as hell. Like, yeah, there's definitely, like you mentioned, like allusions to Zakora and Twilight being very similar in that, like, they're both, like, Zakora's making a stew, like a like a strange bubbling cauldron, uh, and it's very much parallel to like her version of Twilight's magic. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like whereas in like Twilight's you know libraries lined with books and mm-hmm. and various scrolls, while Zakora's filled with like uh like potions and ingredients. It's like hey like, hey all, right, you, yeah. all you Skyrim heads out there, it's it's alchemy versus enchanting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to hear the one comment I do have about the racism in this episode? Uh, sure. Looked it up. Uh, wasn't happy with my answer. Oh. Initially, they wanted to have her speaking Swahili. They didn't have time to research that, so Lauren Faust told her to speak vaguely African-sounding gibberish. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... It's... Real that's bad. really bad that's really it's real bad. bad it's like i think about like if it was like like a japanese or chinese character and they just like oh yeah just say a bunch of stuff like a chinese mm-hmm. person like that would be bad it's oh i mean super I... shitty <laughs> woof yeah this uh this episode is kind of a mess on a bunch of different fronts it is i mean i i looked and on the bright side at least she's voiced by someone who is black at, at the very least yeah, but at the bare doesn't... minimum. Oh, man, it's... It sucks because, like, this episode isn't, uh, from a writing perspective, inherently bad. It just has, like, like v- vaguely transphobic jokes and, like, overt racism. Just, like, really strong racism. And not just, yeah. like... There's a difference between the ponies are supposed to be racist and through the moral of the story they learn, which is what it's supposed to be. And, like overt actual racism in like leaning into the tropes of like black the black like mystic trope and like the idea of like african sounding gibberish like there's racism from the writers themselves that isn't exactly just textual and i think the hard thing is that like it's clear that they had good intentions they're like yeah you know it's like we want we want to show that zakor is cool and good and that you should befriend and trust people that are different than you I, uh, we could have yeah, had some it's... more people who aren't white on the writer's team. Uh, yeah, one, uh, one could only dream for, uh, non-white writers on a 2011 children's cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the hard thing is, the reason why we're, I feel like, lingering on this so much is that Zakora is our only zebra, like, in the yeah, show. Uh, I'm not sure if they believe... show up in the comics. I don't know if they do. 
I believe I read somewhere that they avoided doing any more zebras in an attempt not to, um, like, step on anyone's toes or, like, yeah. further perpetuate any sort of stereotypes. It's um, like, which I don't know if that's a, good or bad. I, I, exactly. Because here's the thing. They could either, going on from here, they could, you know, further explore, like, racial discrimination, introduce some bridal gossip, or just ignore them completely and, like, invent different non-parallels, like, races to, like, cover you know it's like we could do yeah. you know like other discord like allegory but like griffins and dragons and you know like all sorts of other fantastic things because they don't have real worlds like counterparts you know the introduction of other zebras could go one of two ways and i'm not really sure if either of them are good yeah it could go either the first way into leaning away from the racist stereotypes they did in that like oh look other zebras aren't like zakora other zebras are normal which would perpetuate which like oh worse. this is abnormal and this is like racist yeah. or they could go in the direction of like oh well we should lean into kind of exploring the uh, culture of zebras and like where they grow up and like where they are from which would in turn be writing an African sort of narrative from a white woman's perspective. Yeah. Neither of them are it's good. Bad. I think that leaving zebras out was a good option. I don't think this episode needed to be done at all. Yeah, no, just... Uh... I think that there's better ways to have done the moral of don't be racist. It's, again, I just, I do think, it's almost like a Zootopia situation where it's like, it feels like they had good intentions, but when you get so close to paralleling, like, real-world mm -hmm. situations, it just gets just too muddy. And it's like, and again, it's really hard for us to talk about because we are white. Uh, I've seen, I've, I follow a few artists that are black and have, like, zebra characters. So I, I you know, I've seen some people are like, oh, yeah, cool. It's like we can repurpose this. But other people are like, no, this is bad. So it's not our place to talk. It's just... We need to talk trust... about it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I trust non-white fans to do zebras better than I would have trusted the Friendship is Magic crew to ever touch them. Yes, again. exactly. Like I remember back in high school, like I, I really like Ice Strip, really like Scar. Actually, if I look like two feet to my left, I uh. Not to brag, I have an in-box uh, Zakora brushable figure from uh, Toys R Us. Not <laughs> I know, everyone's so jealous of me right now. I've got a piece of wow. plastic from 2012 in-box. Uh, she goes in the dark. Emily's got the racist doll. No. <laughs> Get him, girls! <laughs> Get her! Get her ass! Listen, I I like I like Zakora. It's just... Oh... Yeah, and it she's is, it is an shown, interesting like, character. It, it is shown that she is, like, good all around. Like, she is so fucking nice to everyone. Like, after how me and the main six were, she's like, yeah, I, I saw that you guys were, like, having trouble. Let me, like, find a cure for that, that silly flower you walked yes. through. I can help. Like, she's so, yes. she has no reason to be as nice as she does to these people that were, like, outright racist to her. Um, mm -hmm. And she is. She's nice. <laughs> Yeah, on that note, moving back into it, um, they're investigating her cottage and see that she's, like, brewing something up, and uh, after they confront her, she explains that it is the cure for the malady that is ailing them, uh, the poison joke, which is the blue flower, and but... Apple Bloom has not been, like, kidnapped by her or, like, uh, being eaten like they were worried she was, like, out gathering some, just various ingredients for the cure. 
Yeah. It's just like, no, I want, I want to help you guys. You know, it's like, and she explicitly is like, well, I wanted to like say hi, but everyone always is gone or busy. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, everyone's been afraid. Yeah. They have this realization. It's like, wow, we've all been so racist for no reason. Let's not be racist. Racism solved. <laughs> yeah, they did it. Racism. Racism resigned. We did it, everyone. Um, And that's that episode they kind of bring her back to the town and they're like look everybody she's fine uh can i can i take a little little fan to b-side real quick sure uh at the, at the end of the episode we get to see daisy lily and rose again the final flower trio and they're of course they're always oh, yeah. doing the horror you know ben i'm like oh that's fun the hey horror, ladies the horror. uh and then yeah. this is our first time that we see uh the spa ponies aloe vera and lotus blossom they're like I don't know if they're siblings or not, but they're like mm-hmm. inverses of each other. It's like pink with a white headband and a uh, blue mane and blue with a white headband and a pink mane. Trans rights. Wow, pink, white, and blue. Trans yeah, rights. Are- <laughs> I can make a joke if you didn't. Yeah, of course. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, I've seen lots of fan art of them, you know, holding like mm-hmm. pride flags. Good for them. Uh, they have cute like... Little, good for them. Good like little like Swedish accents where they're like... Just, yeah. like <laughs> that's cute. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but they they give them a big old bath to help put the remedy into like a hot tub, and they they get worried that yeah. they're sitting on Applejack. She's tiny, and no, she's in a little bucket. The end. Yeah, the end. <laughs> the end. Um, Ugh. I know it's. We were dreading this episode because there's no yeah. good way for us to please, like, dear listener, if we were like overstepping our boundaries or being wrong, just let us know. We this is tricky. <laughs> yeah. Um. But if you try to argue that this episode isn't racist, you're wrong. <laughs> like, first, just straight up. Like, if you're like, oh, you know, you're like, you're overstepping your bounds as white people. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. We're trying to cover something that we don't have any real depth about. And, uh, you know, again, we are going to defer to other more uh, relevant and educated voices on the subject. But if you try to say you're wrong because there's nothing wrong with this episode, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're bad. Um, <sighs> um, It's a bad episode. Yeah, it's... Oh, I don't even know right? how to. Okay. Oh wait. Uh, the, Tangents. The tooth. Oh yes, go on. Um, I uh, I just want to say that like, in back back when this was airing, I was always so sad that we never got like more Zakora time, and I was always so excited to see her because I did just genuinely really liked her. Uh, rhyme talking is fun. I like I like being like, oh, what's she gonna say next? That, that crazy girl. Uh, but now looking back, it's like, yeah, no, no wonder why she isn't that prevalent yeah. you know it's like i feel yeah. like if they just got more writers that were not white on the cast you know like they i think they may could have done something more with her she's there's so much cool potential with zebras as a whole but it's somewhere that we just shouldn't tread <laughs> you know yeah that uh, would require hasbro to not be the fucking worst yeah it's just uh it's uh, it's like anyway it's, it's messy um one of the things i was going to mention is uh, a couple episodes now we've been talking about uh how we would uh do things differently wouldn't have done the episode yeah first of all <laughs> it's wouldn't have done it throw I, it out start from scratch it, exactly it's like i don't even know what we would i don't even know how we would change no. this it's ugh. I, if you would change it you it, it would be it would be an entirely new episode there's uh, yeah, there's just nothing I really think there's there's a redeemable. way to make Zakora work, I feel like, but I don't know how we would, you know. I think the way to make Zakora work is not to put her in an episode where the sense of like rational thought, Twilight Sparkle, and our sort of 
blends into this world starts to get pulled into the racist mindset. Yeah, and I think uh, that's... And maybe not make a whole episode about it. Yeah, like, if she was just introduced, like, that that's a good point. Like, introduced in a way where it's, like, casual, where she's not the focus, or, like, or it's in a more mm. positive light, where it's like, oh, yes. I know someone who's maybe, you know, a little different that might be able to give a new perspective. Instead mm-hmm. of outright and then being the like, sort of be oh my like, god, she's I don't scary. Know about this. Yeah, we're in more positive yeah. light, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yes. That's that's a starting point. Um, yeah. Or just not at all. But uh, <laughs> Or just not at all. And here's just the throw thing. it all out. Here's the thing that sucks. This isn't even our only racist episode this season. <laughs> oh my god, is the other uh-huh. one this season? Uh-huh. Oh, just kill me. We may um, be okay. divided. <laughs> okay, we're not. Uh... It sucks. Um, <gasps> as far as the rating goes, it's really weird it's, for me I don't even, because, like, I don't even know. If part of me, this, like, <laughs> part of me wants to rate just the like actual sense of writing, the dialogue, and the world building, and that's like a B or a B plus. Yeah, like we get um, some cool lore about the Everfree Forest. We we get some mm-hmm. expanded horizons of outside Equestria. Uh, the Con- the mere concept of like oh zebras can get cutie marks but are technically not ponies i think that's really cool i mm, think that's yeah, absolutely neat. uh overall the episode is about a d or a d minus oh yeah it's just it's so it's, it's hard to watch honestly i'm just saying unrated i mean also we also might be talking like, this is to be to be explicit this is a children's show like it's not like it's not like overtly like really really bad like we're not talking about some minstrel show from like the 30s you know sure but just looking at it with a lens of hey maybe this should have been a little different you know like i think i think that it is uh, in the same way that we aren't speaking too much on the actual like meat of the issue i think that this is the kind of episode that is not to be written by a white person. It, and I think it, that is where exactly. the crux of it lies. Like, if they wanted to have an episode like this, should not have been written by who it was written by. Just full stop, you Pony know? Pony politics, huh? Pony politics. Hey, uh, you want to take talk- a hard left and talk about an actual pretty decent episode? Can we talk about a good episode? but it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's hey, good. you survived the bridal gossip segment. Congrats if you Congrats. made it this far. Or just somehow scrubbed and found when we stopped talking about it. I'm sorry That's about that, true. but we had to talk about it. That was, it was an episode. Um, it's unfortunate. But, yeah, let's take a tangent on an episode that I remember being like, yeah, that's all right. To rewatching it this time, being like, hey, I love this episode. This it's is not a, bad. This is a good episode. I don't know if you like it as much as I do, but I, man. I don't like it as much as you do, but I don't, I don't dislike it actively. Let's go to Swarm of the Century. Let's yeah, have some fun now, please God. <laughs> it's it's the uh, it's the Tribble episode. Yeah, which I looked up specifically. Uh, the show writers are like, oh yeah, this was inspired by Gremlins and Tribbles. Like, of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. There's <laughs> no other option. Like, uh, broad overview. Uh, Fluttershy finds this little ball with eyes and wings, and it's apparently the cutest thing she's ever seen in her whole life. Uh, and it eats a ton. And every time it eats, it starts to multiply. And obviously, multiplies out of control, starts terrorizing Ponyville, and uh, Celestia's on her way. So the sort of conflict lies in, like, we gotta get these things out of here before Celestia arrives. Yeah, it's like, these things are going to level the entire town and keep eating yes. everything in sight. And also, the god of the sun is gonna be here to witness our mistakes yeah. and judge us. 
our god queen, Reverend May She Rain, is on her way. <laughs> uh, and we don't want her to see all this fucking animals. But yeah, uh, let's get into it. Yeah. They're pretty uh, cute. The parasites are pretty oh cute. Oh my god. I, I remember like looking at them like to describe them. They are literally a circle with giant bug eyes, four like floaty feet. Like they're like little limbs, mm-hmm. like don't attach their body, and giant like dragonfly wings. Uh yes. I'd say like I get I don't know, they're like the size of like a like an apple, a baseball, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, about. But oh my god, I don't remember them being this cute. Like when we're introduced to them, Flourish is picking flowers and la la la, you know, having the time of her life. And she finds one, it scares her, and it like nuzzles into her mane and like makes the mm-hmm. cutest sounds. And I was like, Yeah, they oh. like, they do a bunch of like funny animal noises. Like they will like chirp yeah, and they're purr. Like little There's a one point where they make a little guinea pig noise. Yeah, they're just cute it's little very funny. guys. The... And also, I just honestly, the name Parasprite. Have we even said the name Parasprite yet? They're, uh... Yes, I did pay, okay. say Parasprite earlier. It's uh, that's, a that's really cute. good That's a cute name. <laughs> it's clever. Yeah. The idea of sprite and also parasite, parasite is yeah. just peak. What a good name! It's like good yeah, pun. I just I I remember seeing like lots of like merch and stuff of them back in the day, just because I mean it's a circle and some legs and wings, pretty easy. Oh, but it's now... marketable, baby! Hasbro <laughs> jumped on these motherfuckers. Well, here's the thing: they didn't even really. I don't need. I hang on. I'm typing something. Everything. Put everything on pause. Yeah, I I looked up. You're like, oh yeah, super marketable. Um. I looked it up. The only like official merch, unless Google Images is just like not showing me, are like a few trading cards. Uh, I can't find an really? actual. Yeah, I can't find a single official figure of them. No, like everything here is fan made. Everything. Uh. Another bad Hasbro business decision. <laughs> uh, we should definitely. These things size... are marketable. I know. Uh, speaking of bad uh, Hasbro decisions, we just kind of got to the other side of. Uh, uh, oh yeah, like timeline was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As the time of this recording, Wizards of the Coast was doing real bad with Dungeons and Dragons, which we both yep. play and love. Um, they just rolled back the uh, OGL and are like, "We'll do Creative Commons license," like, and it's so sorry. too little, too late. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, like Hasbro is a bad company that it's full of just greedy vampires who only care about your money. <laughs> I remember, like, I I remember, like, one of my dreams, honestly, like, and heck, I still don't think I would be opposed to like being an artist for them but it's hasbro is not in a great spot for their fans right now between this and g5 uh, as we're talking g5 is in the middle of airing of, of my Pony, uh which i yeah we both have only seen a teeny bit of uh but mm-hmm. from what i'm hearing has like a little bit of an identity crisis and i mean i'm i'm still fully intending to check it out and watch it like in its whole because hey more ponies uh more ponies sure, good yeah. ponies um but it just we'll seems it like they're having a hard time. But any, anyway, back to back to like marketing stuff. I yeah, I'm still looking. I can't find a single official figure of a Parasprite. It's Insane. just trading cards. Insane. However, fan merch. Holy moly! There are so many. There's, I remember actually. Um, yeah. Flashback to the past. Uh, I went to like a meetup, uh, a Brony meetup back uh, when I was in high school. Like all of us, uh, the Bronies of Bozeman. <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was a bunch of, like, local fans in Montana where we, we like, would occasionally, like, find a, like, a room in the student union building on campus and, like, watch the new episode as it came out. Uh, someone made a bunch of little, like, fan-made parasprites. They, like, put felt over a styrofoam ball and had little pipe cleaner legs and it was, they were just giving them out. It was the cutest thing. I, I think I still have mine somewhere, too, but 
Yeah, it, it is wild to me. Like, Parasprites are super popular as, like, a little piece of fan merch, but nothing. Nothing official. Um, and yeah. as, of, as of this episode, I mean, I kind of want to make some myself. They're really, they're, they're circle with eyes. That's easy. <laughs> if you want to see if she's made any Parasprites, go over to at Umelzart on Twitter and uh, buy <laughs> just everything she has. Just clear out her shop. Hasbro, don't take me make down, her, please. Make her, make her struggle with how many things she has to ship out at once. I don't know about that. Uh, also, um, but also, hey, I like making art, and I got food to eat and bills to pay, so self-promo. <laughs> it's true. After she meets the Paris Brights, she takes it back to Ponyville with her. I'm going to kind of go over it quickly. There's not a lot of big beats in this episode. Um, you know, like Twilight is prepping for um, Celestia showing up, and so she's kind of going around and sort of almost uh, running the processions, you know, like organizing people and uh, making sure they all do sort of what they're supposed to. Uh, she checks in on Pinkie Pie, who's supposed to be making the desserts, and she's just taste testing, quote unquote. She's just eating everything. Hey, we're having Scooby-Doo moments up in here. Yeah, she's having some Scooby-Doo moments. She's just, like, she... eating whole cakes and shit. <laughs> she's got Frosty. She does a tongue thing where it's, like, goes around her face. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a funny uh, a funny beard. Um, And Fluttershy comes in uh, to show them the cool Parasprite she has, except the Parasprite that she had is now three Parasprites. There's three of them. A little, a little brown one, a little yellow one, a little blue one. Still Twilight very thinks cute. yes, yes. Oh my god, Twilight cute. loves them. Amelia just picks up and like hugs the yellow in the most tender way. Like, oh, she loves so it. Nice. She's so she excited. Uh, Pinkie Pie calls them by name. She goes, "Ugh, Parasprites, this sucks." And now I've got to go find a trombone, and they're like, "Pinkie, what? what? Yeah, what, what, what do you mean f- a trombone? What the f- are you talking about?" It's like, and so I, she. You don't- <laughs> Runs like, out. you know what a trombone is. Yeah, she's like, like she you like, know, trombone. <laughs> a trombone, the instrument? Like, and they're like, yeah, we know. Uh, but she runs out the door. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then we move on to Rarity and Rainbow Dash, who are uh, working on Rarity's little couture for when... Hey, um what? can we talk about this outfit real quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a... It's a... <laughs> It's a dash fit, for sure. Is it? Oh my god. Here's the thing. This is so funny. Rainbow Dash is wearing, like, gold hooves, like, a corset, and, like, this giant, like, white powdered wig it hat. Is huge. It's awful. It's hideous. It sucks. It's really bad. It's, it is, I think it's very funny because, looking back, I think Rarity, like, or at least, like, the Rarity that I, I like, season five or so Rarity, I think she'd think this thing is ugly, but I love oh, the idea of, like, yeah, oh yeah, Rarity sure. loves this. Like, it looks bad. Girls, yeah. you did a bad job with this one. I think it's because she's never been to Canterlot and she doesn't really get it. <laughs> she's like, yeah, this is what they wear, right? And she's like, yeah, because, no, I mean, she's only ever, like, no. read about it. Yeah. Um, And while uh, Twilight is there checking in on uh, more preparations for Celestia's visit, uh, there, her Paris sprite that she took with her uh, has turned into three Paris sprites. So the second time now that we've seen them multiply, uh, Dash and Rarity both take them. And Twilight's like, all right, we're all good. I'm going to go take a nap. And she uh, sleeps through the night. And when she wakes up, her house is full of Paris sprites because Spike fed them in the middle of the night like a gremlin. Like a gremlin. Like a gremlin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Which, but can we take a... Speaking of Spike, our magic mailbox, there was a line mm. that I thought was so funny earlier. Uh, Twilight wants a pair of sprites specifically. Yeah, she wants one, but she's like, oh, 
it'll be a companion for Spike, so he won't bother me so much while I'm studying. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> that's a little rude. It's so but funny. Pretty funny. It's like, oh th- my god, it'll shut him up. Like, <laughs> yeah, God, please just shut him up. It's, it's very like, funny. She treats yeah. him very much like a younger sibling, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I I do, yeah. Like Spike and Twilight have have a cute little dichotomy. Yeah, I agree. Um. And that morning, we see that the other Tribbles uh, up in Dash's little, like, cloud house that she lives in. Oh, yeah. Is this the first time we see where Rainbow Dash lives? Yeah, this is. Is that her home? Is that a single house? I know. It's like this mansion. Like (laughs) Yeah, it's like this huge manor made out of clouds and rainbows. I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love how this looks it's like it's got like slides not out of mountains yeah. uh, not mountains rainbows and it's like the rainbows are like liquid and they like trail off into like waterfalls mm-hmm. and it's like and it's also got like these cool like corinthian like roman columns yeah yeah like it's so i love it honestly like i feel like even though dash isn't my favorite anymore uh she was for a while um uh, the like Cloudsdale and like the Pegasi living situations as a whole are the reason why the Pegasi are like my favorite, and it's why like my Sona is one. I just love these ideas, these like cities in the sky. It's almost like I, I guess kind of like Olympus and Hercules, like the Disney mm-hmm. movie, you know? Yeah, where it's absolutely. like all swirly and ah, ah I love it so much. Hey, Leaning anyway. further <laughs> that... into the uh, Greco-Roman mythological yes, aspect I of uh, Christmas magic, it's, which is yeah, a fun thing to cool. say. Yeah. <laughs> But that reminds me. Uh, no, brief, brief tangent. Um, how e- Echo was she? Uh, she was doing some homework or something, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to snitch on you. Say you mentioned ponies in your homework. Uh, we'll uh but she was like just. Dis- <laughs> uh, but she was like describing like the plot of My Little Pony without mentioning specifically that it was My Little Pony. She's like, "Hey, this sounds so cool." I'm like, "Yeah, because My Little Pony is cool. <laughs> it's really cool. cool. It's cool sometimes." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um. Rarity's uh, little boutique is also full of Paris Brights because she kept one as well. Uh, and we see how they multiply for the first time. They spit up this <laughs> gross hairball that leaves a residue on Rarity's face. And it is the yeah, grossest like, thing I've ever so seen. It's so gross. It's like, it's like a splat. It's like a cat hairball. But like, imagine yeah. your cat spat out a hairball the size of the cat's. Yeah. And, and then it grows eyes gross and wings. residue. And then it, yeah, it's super nasty. And yeah, I love the good. way the Parasprite forms from that little hairball. And it's just me like, yay, I'm a little yay. bug. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we see Pinkie Pie again, who is now looking for a harmonica and like maracas. Not looking for and... one. She got one. Oh, she, she got found one a harmonica she and she's looking for other said. instruments. But yeah, she's, she's looking for all sorts of instruments. And once again, they're like, we don't have time for this. Go away. Just get, get out of here. Can I, we know what a trombone is. What, yeah, we know, we know what a trombone is. Uh, and so they go to Fluttershy's house, which is full of parasprites. Like, there are so many. It's like a, like a cl- It's like when you're, like, on a walk by a lake. And it's, like, dawn. Or not dawn. Dusk. It's like, wow, it's so nice. And then there's a cloud of gnats that's the size of, like, oh my God, a barge. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, ugh! Yeah, you know? it's like, oh, no. And Twilight sees all of these parasprites and has uh, the horrible imagery in her head of Celestia finally arriving. And then they carry her off <laughs> into the sky and she screams. So, it's so 
funny. Like, it's like, wow, Celestia's here. And then she gets attacked and taken away by these tiny yeah. bugs. And the god of the sun is screaming. It is so funny. <laughs> She's, like, wailing. It's amazing. Um, Applejack shows up as well. So it's all of the main six, uh, minus Pinky. And they start trying to uh, sort of figure out how to get rid of them. Their first idea is Applejack wants to corral them into a big ball. And then they roll them into the Everfree Forest because now it's Sakura's problem. We're not gonna. Yeah, we both are at the same time. We're like, they just push it. It's it's Larry Patrick being like, we're gonna take a problem and mm-hmm. push it somewhere else. It's like, I mean, maybe the logic is that like we learned earlier that the Everfree Forest is like self-regulating. That's fair. Month, yeah. You know? Maybe if you put, it's like ah, oh, whatever. Maybe it'll be normal in there. Yeah. Maybe something <laughs> else will eat them all. Or maybe they'll, maybe they'll just yeah, eat just by like some sort of weird just creature. Eat I mean, there are bugs. Maybe like a manticore or something. Be like, oh, young. But anyway, it's like it's like Katamari style. Yeah, it's a big there, Katamari like. style ball. <laughs> uh, but of course, Flourish I kept one, and uh, they've multiplied while they were gone into just as many. Uh, Dash tries to make a big tornado, but uh, Pinkie Pie shows up and is like, "Look at these symbols I found!" And they enter the tornado like a pair of saw <laughs> blades. And it makes these sounds of like, Ew! it's it is so. Fight like, oh my god, you're gonna behead someone with yeah, this. Yeah, like... it like almost like hits uh, Dash like twice, and then the tornado falls apart, and they all uh, pour into Ponyville, which uh, is not great. We see Ponyville, and originally they're all like, oh, this is so cute, and they start eating all of the food in town, and it which, is a hey, disaster. Hey, we're taking a Lyran Bomb on detour. <laughs> we are talking about Lyran Bomb briefly. Fine. Okay, so there are these two background ponies named Lyra and Bonbon. Uh, it's a little, little like, teal unicorn and a little earth pony with, with tan fur and a blue and pink mane. Uh, they're always staying next to each other, and they are gay married. They are I'm gay. not they, even joking. They did get like, gay married at yeah. the end, yeah. Um, they're, just, they're background characters that were constantly staying next to each other just because, you know, they're, like, two different looking color palettes, like, different enough that uh they kept ending up next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um... I'll, I'll talk more about Iron Bond, but long story, that's, there's a look at them, but it's so fine, because they, we get to see, like, wow, look at these parasites, and they eat their food off the table, and Lyra just, like, sheds a tear Yeah, she starts, over, like, like openly cake. crying. She starts crying. <laughs> it's, like, the saddest face you've ever it's seen. It's really it's, like, funny. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, Lyra and Bonbon, tangent over. I'll talk about more in the future. Yes. I just like them. They're, they're very cute, and they're very gay. Like, we're, I, I know that we say, I know that we say a lot. It's like, wow, look how gay these horses are. No, they, they, they propose do, to each other in the last episode. They do get I am gay not married. kidding. It rules. They do get gay Anyway, uh, tangent over. Yeah, so the Parasprites have now taken over Ponyville. They're eating all the food. And Twilight's like, what if I make a spell that makes them stop eating all the food? And the spell works and they stop eating all the food. And instead, they're eating everything else the buckets the signs the like foundations of people's homes it's the only thing they're like not eating are like the ponies themselves which yeah thank god i can't why that'd be a little morbid <laughs> yeah the, uh, yeah it's it's a it's a nightmare situation that twilight has created with her magic uh there's two things that they eat that i want to talk about okay um the first is that they straight up just eat the entirety of the apple family's barn yeah like applejack they, they and Grace do Smith and that yeah it's like, oh no, weren't they just saying like a few episodes ago, like, oh yeah, we need to replace the barn. It's like, well, I need that money to replace the barn from the gala. It's like, oh no, I hope they're able to fix that. Well, they really need but to replace also, it now. They're, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, poor, poor guys. Uh, second, 
Uh, here's a funny bit. They go into the library. They start eating the words out of books. Like yeah, speaking. yeah. They're not actually eating the books. They're eating the words out of the books, which is funny. Yeah, like it's like we see a Paris part with a fork and a knife and like a little like band like plaid bandage slurping it up like spaghetti. Mm-hmm, yeah, like, unraveling the words like that's great. It's pretty. It's a pretty that. funny visual gag. Uh, we also briefly see Zakora where Twilight is like, "Hey, Zakora, how do we fix this?" And she's like, "Man, you're fucked." You're, yeah, you're Lur- she literally like finds a paraspar and it's like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Literally saying you're doomed repeatedly. It's like, sorry. And then <laughs> mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, and then when Twilight sees that Celestia is coming down, she has an anxiety breakdown where or her first anxiety breakdown. This happens a couple times. Yes. She like frazzles out and her eyes get real big and her pupils her, like, get I- real small. And she's like cracked insane and her yeah like her hair's getting all like wispy yeah. it's like she's like this is fine like just like uh this this right here i'm tapping the table with my brain because if i tap it physically it'll shake the mic uh <laughs> this is why we love twilight like she is so oh, yeah. anxiety riddled which we both are it's like wow anxiety what a queen, queen. anxiety queen <laughs> um princess of friendship queen of anxiety queen hey speaking of, anxiety. of speaking of princess of queens have you ever talked about how funny uh, Celestia's, like, a little, like, chariot is? That's pretty good. It's a little it's gold like, chariot being she's... pulled by, like, four pegasi. And even putting a chariot is, like, putting it, like, it's overstate. It's more like a flat platform with it a is. chair backing and two wheels. Like, it's it so funny. It looks like a funny. sled. Like... <laughs> yeah, with like, wheels. Celestia, you can fly. You don't need to make this guard carry you. Like, it made sense when Twilight was using it. Twilight and Spike. They can't fly. It's like, uh, oh, it's the royal entourage, Emily. I know, but it's it's very funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and then we hear some uh, strange music, and we find that Pinkie Pie has gotten all those instruments that she was looking for, and she's using it like the Pied Piper to draw all of the Paris Brights out of town. And, uh somewhere else basically just not eating yeah, just, everything just anymore. Take it away. Like, yeah uh, like a like a like a little parasprite charmer yeah it's it's really cute and she's playing the like it, i think it's just called like the pony polka it's a pretty like it's a pretty iconic little melody it's like da 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 and that little motif is used a ton with pinky in the future it's just like kind of like one of her little like melodies yeah um but yeah hey our girl pinky's talented like this entire like like Mary Poppins ass like ba- like band of just like she's got she's got every instrument she's mentioned previously and yeah one is man learning band. about and yeah and it's so cute the way the parasites are all enamored they start like bouncing <laughs> in like yeah. a little wave behind her like in single file line like all being very orderly mm-hmm. it's very <laughs> uh, cute. which we thought was very funny because the main six follow them just like walking gently as yeah. like they like lead the <laughs> yeah like, at like oh, a walking oh, okay. pace silently they're all just like oh, yeah <laughs> i see i get it now and then celestia comes down and is like hey i'd love to stay but uh unfortunately it's gonna have to wait there's been an infestation in philadelphia which is a very funny which okay name god very funny pun philadelphia Great. love love the pony names for cities philadelphia 10 out of 10 mm-hmm and uh, she asks if uh, Twilight has learned anything about friendship. And, you know, she's like, sometimes we should listen to our friends, even if they don't make any sense. Well, actually, can we, can we take it a step back uh, talk about Celestia and the Parasprites? Sure. Uh, it's fine. She doesn't know what a Parasprite is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, Celestia's like, wow, this creature's adorable. She's like, uh, anyway, unrelated to that, I've heard there's an infestation in Philadelphia. Like, I don't think she knows that the Parasprites are the source of no, the infestation. she does not, yeah. Which is, it's very funny to me that she's like, yeah, I have no clue what these are. This is cute, you know? Anyway, mm-hmm. there's a problem being made, and it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's very funny I that like she's it. holding um, the problem, and she's like, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, it's cute. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry, I'm going to have to delay this because there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, that's the end of the episode. She flies yeah. off and they're let him like... In, let him into the forest. Is a chorus problem now. <laughs> yep, once again, sort of throws him out. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. The uh, Okay, uh, since we talk about plot doctoring sometimes, I do have the one thing that I would have ended it on that I thought would be like a clever little writing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would change about it is instead of the outro we get, which is, I don't know, her being like, oh no, we have to clean up the town. And then Pinky doing a womp, 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 womp with the, yeah, trombone. With the trombone. Uh, I would have Celestia land in Philadelphia. So we get like a single shot of Philadelphia, but it's like obviously overrun with Parasprites and everyone's running around screaming and she just goes, someone get me a <laughs> trombone. And then that would be the hard cut. Oh! my god and then hey it'd be I, really I was funny. already gonna rate this episode like an a like i i like this episode a lot That's that good. takes to s tier that oh <laughs> it would be good someone hire this woman good god <laughs> hey i'm a writer it's what i do yeah <laughs> one day i'll write for uh, but yeah something tv shows maybe uh but yeah, yeah it's uh not a bad episode i, lo- I love this episode i did not remember liking it this much uh but on a rewatch i'm like this is just this has got great comedy it's got good it doesn't feel as like it doesn't take its time it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of the episodes i feel like were like fine but just last way too long earlier in the season this doesn't have this issue i don't think it has any pacing issues it's got uh it's got some fun we got some fun lore yeah i I just i like it yeah no it's a it's a good episode like hey (laughs) yeah we get uh philadelphia we get to see what the Paris sprites are um the only, uh, I mean, the only issue I have with it is the the moral being like, wow, you need to listen to Pinkie Pie, even though she could have communicated better. Like, it's just, it's just, you know, basic no, plot shit not, that you yeah, use to move along children's cartoons. So, like, I get it. It is a very, like, we've been there, and it's not yeah. the first or last time Absolutely. that we've had the problem of just listen to your friends. Right. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Overall, it's a pretty good episode. I will, I'd say B and B plus. Yeah, eh, a minus, uh, a minus. That's a good episode. Hey, I genuinely like it. you brought it there. Yeah. Uh, maybe honestly, maybe I'm rating it higher just because it was a palate cleanser for us trying to. Yeah. Oh my god, it was it was so nice to have this after that. I'm so glad it we wasn't were reverse so order. Happy. Oh god. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like just it would have been our descent into insanity. But yeah. Yeah. Um, we had an episode and then a good episode. Yeah, we sure did. And I think that's that. Yeah, that's all we can really say about that episode. Because um, we're still, man, we're still under the hour mark. I know, yeah. This but is going to be our... we can't move on. Can we not? <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, we can. Okay, we... But, like, we can't... I think... We can't... We, the last time we did three episodes in a row, but we didn't do three episodes for this episode. That's correct. This is a much shorter episode. Um, Only clocking in Because we wanted to save the next episode for... Yes. Um, yes. So for the... its own, because it's... We are actually doing covering uh, the next two episodes next time, uh, which are two um, more iconic even than these two episodes: Winter Wrap Up and Call of the Cutie, which is um, oh man, yeah, it's gonna be two kind of bangers. Like Winter Wrap Up is an episode I've been waiting for pretty much this whole time. 
Uh, and Call of the Cuties, hey, we get, iconic. And we finally just, got a good song. We finally get a yeah, good song. Yeah, oh my god, we finally get a good song. I'm so excited. <laughs> and then Call of the Cutie, you know, the beginning of the Cutie Mark Crusaders whole deal. We... It's exciting. Uh, if you look at if you look ahead and see the next episode, it's like four hours long. That's why. I hope we will yeah, We yeah. will have lots to say, and I'm excited to watch them. Two hours of it is just us singing Winter Wrap-Up on repeat. And then the other two... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, it's been a messy one, but uh, we're glad you made it to the end. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you want to follow us wherever podcasts are regurgitated, please do. You know, iTunes, App, uh, Spotify, all that jazz. Uh, our Twitter is FIM is content. Uh, and you, we have our personal Twitters linked in the bios of that. Our intro and outro song is the 10-year anniversary version of No Matter What by Violet Pony, featuring Silver Stripe and Nami. And uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for making it to the end, everybody. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeehaw.